Hello and welcome to the Brain Care Podcast, a practical and impactful series of snappy episodes on how to optimize your mental health and performance so you can reach your full potential. My name is Dan Murray-Serta, and I'm the co-founder at Heights. We make smart supplements and clever content with the world's leading experts to help you take care of your brain so it can take care of you. Welcome back to Brain Care. Today, I'm very happy to be joined by Dr. Mindy Pels, who is on a mission to get one million people fasting. Now, she's a holistic health and fasting expert, a best-selling author of three amazing books, The Menopause Reset, The Reset Factor, and The Reset Kitchen, the host of The Resetter podcast, and is also the host of her popular YouTube channel, where she has amassed a very impressive 300,000 plus subscribers. So welcome, Dr. Mindy. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So we're going to start off, uh, well, really at the top today. I want you to introduce yourself to our listeners, please. And we're going to talk about menopause in this episode first, but I want to know a little bit about your background and what you're doing now. I was educated as a chiropractor. And for the first, I've been in practice for about 25 years. And for the first 10 years of my practice, I was really structural chiropractic, helping people prevent injuries, get over injuries. That was really my niche. And about 10 years into practice, I realized that something was dramatically happening to the human body. People were not healing as fast. We were starting to see people with multiple symptoms. And so when I dove in to look at what the stressors were in our environment, I realized that the human body was under a barrage of toxic influencers, not just chemical, but emotional stressors. And so I really dove into helping people understand how to adapt their lifestyle for the uh, today's modern world. And out of that came a huge background in nutrition and fasting and just really giving people tools. What I like to do is give people tools that are free that they can do and change their life without having to rely on doctors to do it. And that's really how I stumbled upon fasting. That's how I got obsessed with giving women going through menopause, uh, lifestyle changes. And I realized that we can help so many things by changing somebody's lifestyle. One of the main reasons we we reached out to you to come on the show and talk about menopause, we've got a newsletter and a big audience aside from the podcast, and we have so many inbound comments about menopause and perimenopause, but especially from husbands, which I think is a really interesting trend. I, I was just going to say that, you know, menopause affects everybody. You're just maybe not aware of it. And one of the things to those husbands uh, and to those men that I would say is you're going to see personality changes that happen to the women in your life as she goes through menopause and understanding that it's normal and that there are things she can do will definitely help relationships. So I'm super happy men are reaching out. Yeah, we, we genuinely get more um, more questions about it from men than from women. But it's so this is why I know it's an interesting topic for whatever whatever sex you are to listen to this episode. So I guess let's start from the top then. Um, what causes menopause? Right. So here's the most simple way I can explain it is that at 40, what happens is the ovaries basically go into retirement and they don't do it like overnight. It takes about 10 to 15 years where they stop producing sex hormones. So this is estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. 
And yet the female body needs these sex hormones, obviously not at the same degree she needed at 20, but those hormones will start to go on this decline. And when the ovaries stop making the hormones, they hand the job over to the adrenal glands. So if you have a woman who's 43 years old, she's super stressed out, not eating good food, her adrenals are tanked, she's maybe insulin resistant, she's got a lot of inflammation in her body, you're going to see a dramatic decrease in sex hormones, estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. We don't talk enough about these hormones, at least in women, um, and what they do to our moods. So estrogen, for example, gives us incredible mental clarity. Um, when we don't have a lot of estrogen, we get a lot of brain fog. So you're going to see the w- women losing things. You're going to see women, you know, you'll, you'll be repeating things to women going through menopause. And a lot of that is because of estrogen reduction. A woman, when, as estrogen goes down, she's going to notice that she starts to gain weight more. She's going to become more insulin sense, uh, resistant. This is going to affect how she feels about herself. It might affect her libido because she doesn't, feel as secure in her body as she did in when in her 30s and 20s. With progesterone, that's the biggest hormone to decline in, in menopause. That's the anti-anxiety hormone. And this one is so powerful. It literally is the hormone that tells women everything's going to be okay. So if a woman is really concerned, high anxiety, really stressed out, A lot of times it's not the situation. It's that she doesn't have enough of that hormone to say, you're going to be fine. It's all going to be okay. And then testosterone is motivation. So a lot of women uh, and libido, everybody knows it is libido, but libido will go down. Motivation goes down. Motivation to, to do anything, to work out, to complete a task can really go down. So as those three hormones tank, you're going to, you're going to see a woman in her forties dramatically shift her personality. There's three labels we give menopause. We give perimenopause, which is when a woman has a cycle, but it's just different and these hormones are declining. A lot of women in perimenopause will say, I get a period every two weeks, I get it once a month. Sometimes it comes every 60 days. It's very unpredictable. Perimenopause typically happens in your 40s, although it's happening earlier. And I don't get why we're accepting it in 35 year olds are starting to notice that. That is not healthy. Postmenopause is very clear. You haven't had a cycle in a year. That postmenopausal moment should occur somewhere between 52 and 55. That's the average age. If it happens under 50, there's an environmental reason for it. And it's a warning sign that there needs to be something underlining root cause that needs to be addressed. Then menopause is actually the transition where you're not getting a period, but you're not postmenopausal. So you're kind of in that transition. Is there a lot of crossover between these different states? There definitely is some crossover. And even women don't even know how to refer to it as you like women are talking to each other about what they're experiencing in their 40s and 50s. There's a lack of language to give to these different phases. And I think we tend to think of menopause as like what our mother went through. And we, you know, we have sort of this old lady approach to menopause. And one of the reasons I wrote the menopause reset is I wanted every 40 year old to know, like, 
you got to change your lifestyle as your ovaries go into retirement, the adrenals take over, 40s and 50s need a massive lifestyle change, or you are going to become incredibly symptomatic. You say like become incredibly symptomatic. So like, what are the symptoms? How do you even know that you're transitioning into menopause? The typical ones are not being able to sleep. That's a big one. All of a sudden you can't sleep. You're waking up two, three in the morning. Um, Hot flashes or night sweats as estrogen goes down. What will happen is it signals to the hypothalamus to turn up the heat. So all of a sudden a woman will start, you know, sweating in bed. um, And that's very common or have a hot flash during the day. Um, anxiety is very, very common. Weight gain is common. Hair loss, extreme irritability. Brain fog is another one we see a lot in our community. The hard part is once these sex hormone goes, goes off, you start to see thyroid problems. If a woman doesn't get the sex hormones balanced as she's going through menopause, we'll see some hormonal cancers. Most breast cancers, ovarian cancers happen after menopause. Heart conditions happen after menopause. So it's really this transition time when these symptoms appear that there should be some lifestyle changes to help a woman go through that. And to date, we've just had medication to throw at it. And part of the menopause reset is really helping people understand, no, you can change your lifestyle and then you'll change your hormones. I did not set out to be the poster child of menopause, (laughs) but what happened was when I hit 40, I had a goal to be in the best shape of my life. And I was working out all the time. I was eating paleo at the time. I was eating six meals a day. I still bought the idea that the more you ate, the faster your metabolism would be. And so I felt great at 40 by 43. I wasn't sleeping. I, I would have so many night sweats that I'd have to get my husband out of bed. We'd have to change the, the sheets, get them back. I'd have to change my clothes. Like it was a big deal every single night. I started getting depressed, um, even a little suicidal, which didn't like I had thoughts of like, I can't live in this head of mine anymore, which was I'm on a very optimistic, make lemonade out of lemons kind of gal. And I just knew something was shifting. And one day I was talking to an OB and I told her my symptoms, expecting she was going to give me some profound answer. And what she said to me was, uh, Mindy, I have a practice full of women with those symptoms and my medical textbooks have failed me. I do not know what to do with those symptoms. And that really gave me an opportunity to go look at environmentally what was happening to women and their hormones as they went through menopause. And so as I found each piece and I put my own health back together, what I started to see was that it wasn't just unique to me. I could take the principles, like there's five things in the book that I talk about that a woman needs to change as she goes through menopause. And I could take those principles and teach them to other women and they could get that same result I was getting. So a couple of quickies are, we got to stop eating all day. And I know you and I are going to talk about fasting. We got to compress the eating window and make it so that women are eating in a shorter period, somewhere between an eight to 10 hour eating window is really good for menopausal women. And then leaving more time for fasting, because that's going to help balance insulin, which will help to balance estrogen. Then women need to eat more green leafy vegetables. You got to focus on your microbiome more than 
forever when you're in menopause. There, we have a whole set of bacteria that break down estrogen. So you gotta like pile on the salads, the raw vegetables, uh, look at some of the seeds, the prebiotic seeds and nuts that feed good bacteria. So we can use food to help with the breakdown of estrogen. Then your toxic loads. So look at what you're putting on your skin. You know, that your favorite face lotion may have worked for you at 35. It's not working for you at 45. It's going to throw your hormones off. And then my favorite one, and I learned from a woman named Dr. Libby Weaver, is stop the rushing woman syndrome. The type A overachieving woman who wants to do everything, she's going to suffer the most during menopause because in menopause, you got to bring cortisol down in order to make progesterone and progesterone's what calms us. So when stress goes high, cortisol goes high, you're going to see a menopausal woman having a lot more difficulty. So she needs to have a lot more time off, a lot more repair, uh, step out of really stressful environments. Those kind of things become pivotal for her. Amazing. Mindy, that was so much information packed. I'm delighted you're joining us on another episode uh, to talk all about fasting. But before you do, what kind of things do you do to take care of your brain actively and proactively? Well, I'm a little obsessed on my brain health right now because of, you know, I'm 52 now because of I'm getting on the other side of perimenopause. There's a couple of things. Fasting, we'll talk about the benefits of fasting. There's so much evidence that fasting improves brain health. So that that would be one. The other thing I've gotten really obsessed on recently is timing my, my circadian rhythm to the natural light days. You know, get up with the sunrise, go for a walk at sunset, get out in the middle of the day and see the full spectrum light. So I've been using light. I also have a hyperbaric oxygen tank here in my chamber in my clinic. And I'm actually in the middle of doing 60 sessions in 90 days was shown. There was an Israeli study showing to lengthen telomeres um, and slow down the aging process. So I've been diving into my oxygen chamber, really working on pumping oxygen into my brain. That's awesome. I've read a very similar study. It's really fascinating. Many will carry on chatting um, in the next episode. So in the meantime, don't forget to follow Dr. Mindy on Instagram at dr.mindypels, that is P-E-L-Z, and I'll see you on Sunday. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Brain Care Podcast. Don't forget to leave us a review and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And follow us at Your Heights on Instagram and Twitter for daily doses of brain care. Did you know Heights started as a newsletter that I've written every week for years? I'm still doing it, and I'd love it to reach your inbox too. So, for weekly science-backed emails on the best ways to take care of your most important organ all in under three minutes, sign up at yourheights.com forward slash Sundays. See you next week.